You're going to remember this every day for the rest of your life. If you want to get to a goal, if you want to get to your dream, you've got to focus on all the little steps. You have to put in your time. You have to be patient and you have to enjoy the process. Whatever you're doing now, whatever you want to be great at, whatever you want to be special at, I'm sure you, you may be already be good at it, but to be extraordinary, you have to do extra. I firmly believe that we are all here for a very specific reason, to do something truly extraordinary. But what are you going to do to get there? Welcome to the Mark Magna experience. I'm just an ordinary guy trying to make it in this world who happens to specialize in personal training, strength and conditioning, and is a sports fanatic. We offer an opportunity to look into the lives and minds of people who take things to the next level with their business, with their hobbies, with their passion, with their life. Today I have the pleasure of sitting down with Hardcore Ainsley, <laughs> Ainsley Rodriguez, Miami, Florida, who is a fitness personality, model, icon, and doing very well in this industry. So thank you for being here today, Ainsley. Thank you for having me, Mark. Absolutely. So Ainsley, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, yourself and, and what you're doing in uh, the fitness world uh, today? All right, I'm residing in Miami, Florida. Travel a lot when it comes down to work. <laughs> um, right now, I am taking advantage of the large social media presence I have, um, offering online training, website memberships. Also, have a clothing line as well. Um, trying to just help people all around the world. Awesome. And and how did you find your way uh, with you know improving people's lives through fitness and wellness and, and diet and nutrition. Were you an athlete in high school or just the opposite? I've, I've been active my entire life. Mm -hmm. um, I danced most of my life and then... What kind of dance? Um, a little bit of everything. So mm -hmm. ballet, modern, hip-hop. was on the school dance teams for quite a bit. Oh, cool. <laughs> um, I reached a point in high school where I had to make a decision. I actually left my current high school and went to an accelerated studies program because I had wanted to be a doctor. So I figured it was you know, advantageous to take advantage of that. Um, so I had to leave dancing. And at that point, I kind of shifted to the gym to stay active, got addicted to that. And since then, I haven't really looked back. Right. There's usually always uh, one experience that we have when we we're kids and we just have this ultimate workout or this experience where we catch a shot of ourselves in the mirror and we really like what we feel and see. Did you have that kind of aha moment or did it just kind of steady build up? Um, I would say that working out definitely gives an adrenaline kick and just mm. a rush that you just feel so great after, even though mm. sometimes you hate your trainer. Right. <laughs> yeah, I get that a lot. Um, so talk to us a little bit about, you know, your presence online with social media, because a lot of people, you know, got in early with social media. And, you know, if you didn't get in early, you're kind of starting. Talk about your presence in social media and how it started. You started with Facebook, you went to Instagram, and now you're doing Snapchat. You have a very large following, correct? Yes. So you have a large following in everything, but what do you gravitate to one or, or another? So I started off on Instagram. I actually was never a fan of social media, believe it or not. Um, I never had Facebook, Instagram, any of that stuff. I kind of like to keep my personal life personal. Um, I started working part-time while I was studying for the MCAT. I started working with a supplement company that required us to have it. So I had to have Instagram started there. 
it kind of just picked up. And at that point, I had a friend of mine tell me that I needed to open up a Facebook page. Mm -hmm. So I did. Facebook started picking up. And lo and behold, it took on what I call the snowball effect, Mm -hmm. where it kind of just kept on growing and growing. You know, Mm -hmm. I started just posting a little bit more informative things. I know a lot of times you look on social media now and all you see is boobs and butts everywhere. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But I started out with more informative. uh, This is what I'm eating. This is why. This is how I'm Mm -hmm. training. This is why. And I think people really appreciate that uh, that kind of content. And since then, it kind of just kept on building. I've, I was probably one of the earlier ones to get on. So I have been doing this for about three or four years. Instagram was newer when I had started. So I definitely had an advantage there. Right. And it's surprising to hear that you actually did the Instagram before Facebook. Mm-hmm. That's surprising. It's usually the other way around, right? Yeah. And now you, you also have a uh, large following in Snapchat. Yeah. I don't even know. Can you track your following in snapchat yeah so the way you track your following on snapchat is when you go to your story it shows you how many views you have so how many views how many people are actually seeing it okay and then you have snapshots when the creepers want to snap the photos that you're taking understood understood (laughs) so how many people do you have viewing your material um i have about fifteen thousand. so nowhere near that's big that's big and you uh your day you wake up and you snapchat immediately how does it work yeah i try to stay on it as much as i can um People really do want to see exactly what it is you're doing all day, um, what it is you're eating. Your personality wants to come through um, training as well. Like we had talked about before, it's a little difficult to Snapchat yourself while you're training. (laughs) But I guess if you can grab someone, it's a good thing to have there as well. Understood. And could you talk a little bit about your background in, um, you know, nutrition? Um, yeah, so I have my uh, my bachelor's in biology from FIU. I was going to go to med school. Um, after that, I kind of took this took off on social media. I closed the book and I would say I was actually more relieved than anything. Um, it actually felt really good because I was pretty stressed out doing that. Right. Um, went with the flow and decided to get certified in nutrition. So I am certified in both um, mm-hmm. diet and nutrition. In, in the certification in ISA, is it an ISA or? No, it's by the IFA. Okay. So I did that because I was, you know, when I was posting on social media, everyone was always asking me, you know, what do you do? Can I started getting contacted for training mm-hmm. plans? And I was like, well, this is nothing I had ever really even thought about. Mm-hmm. So I know online coaching, it's probably a saturated market right now. Um, I did start it before it kind of got there. Oh, yeah. And again, it was more so because being that my following is worldwide, you know, being in a location or in a gym, I can only attract people who are in Miami when right, realistically right. my following is all over the world. Right. And that must be, you know, uh, yeah. how do you structure your days when you have so much work to do in regards oh. to, you know, these plans? Um, it's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> it definitely is. So um, all tracking is done online, you know, photos, emails, that kind of stuff for questions. Um, and it, it does get a little overwhelming, which is why it's not advertised as much as it could be. Um, you know, only take on a certain amount of clients per month because when you take on too many you kind of just, you don't do as good of a job as you probably should. Right, right. Why don't you tell us a little bit about how you structure, you know, your day, you know, tell us about a hardcore Ainsley average day. Well, hold on a second. <laughs> Where did the name hardcore come from? All right. <laughs> start so, with the basics. when I first thought of um, hardcore, so at first my Instagram name was actually Hey It's Ainsley, just because that was my AOL username. Okay. <laughs> um, after that, I was going to, start out with Ainsley Rodriguez. I had a friend of mine, again, the same person who told me to open up Facebook, told me, you know, your name's really difficult to spell. And a lot of times, like, what happens if you get married or if someone comes into your life? Not that 
I need that in my life right now. Yeah. But, um, you know, what if your last name changes, that kind of thing? They're like, do you have a middle name? And I'm like, well, I don't. <laughs> so I can't go by Ainsley Marie because I don't have a middle name. So I kind of just came up with hardcore. And of course, I thought it was training. Lo and behold, I tell my mother, you know, yeah, hardcoreainsley.com was originally the first website I had. She works for the school system. She goes, Ainsley, your website's blocked because it's considered porn. <laughs> I'm like, okay, mom. mom. <laughs> so at that point, I kind of realized that hardcore had two meanings. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, at this point, I'm just, I've grown so much. I kind of just stuck with it. And right. I understand. Your day, you start off, you wake up at 4 a.m., 5 a.m., 6 a.m.? Oh, more like 8 a.m. <laughs> 8 a.m. Normalcy. I uh, love it. Normalcy, yeah. Um, I, probably up by around 8, 8.30 a.m., wake up, have my coffee, walk my dog, put something in my system, head to the gym. What kind of dog do you have? I have a Yorkie. It's okay. a Yorkie. His name is Rambo, and he's amazing. Rambo. He's amazing. Yes. <laughs> you can always tell a dog lover, owner, it's a lover of just animals, his name is Rambo, and she said he's amazing. <laughs> okay, so Pretty you walk your dog. Uh, walk my dog, come back, put something in my system, uh, wait a little bit in order to train so I don't throw up everywhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, a lot of my day is spent in front of the computer. Like I said, a lot of clients and that kind of stuff is pretty much dealt with online. You know, um, I do have obviously photo shoots and stuff like that. When they come, I have to travel a lot, but most of my life okay. isn't too exciting. Okay. And you're from originally from Miami. Yep, born and raised. You, you love Miami. You ever think about leaving Miami? Um, I have, but I haven't gotten to that point yet. Nothing's really. I do have family here, mom, dad, brother. Everyone's down here. Um, my amazing assistant lives here as well, which I'm sure she's probably the reason why I'm yeah, stuck here. Yeah. Unless she's coming with me, I ain't going. Um, yeah, I was asked to move to New Jersey a couple years ago. Actually, left my luggage there. New Jersey um, from Miami. Yeah, from Miami. Oh, I was man. actually at the airport Oof. coming back to Miami and my flight was delayed. I was talking to the lady who was uh, serving me some coffee and she goes, are you crazy? Yeah. <laughs> at that point, I was like, let me reconsider this. <laughs> I've never heard that before, going to Jersey from yeah, Miami. Yeah, I came back to Miami. Um, I called up Arvin from Shreds and I was like, you know, do I really have to go? Right. <laughs> Decided we could work remotely. And you're sponsored by Shreds. By Shreds, by Shreds. Uh, and how long have you been engaged with that team? I've been with them about three, almost four years now. In a positive experience, what do you like about yeah. Shreds? Um, I really like the fact that we're very close. We're very family-oriented. Um, the athletes who were there from the beginning, for the most part, were all still there now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the company does still see us that way, and they still value us, even though we've, you know, grown a lot, right. and there are a lot more people on board. You know, we do have that closeness as a team, which I think is really nice. Perfect. So what, what is your favorite component of what you do today in regards to fitness? If it's your programming or is it your uh, working with clients or just your social media, your, your ability to interact? What is your favorite part of it? I think it's definitely being a positive influence on people. I remember the first time I ever went to the Arnold. I think I probably had like 50,000 people there. Um, I mean, well, 50,000 followers. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, I went with a company and all of a sudden this girl and her husband just stopped me and this girl is just speechless. <laughs> and her husband goes, I'm sorry, but she loves you so much. And she just like she doesn't know what to say. And it was just like it hit me. I've always just seen myself as just a normal girl who works out. You know, right, I'm right. who am I? I'm just went to the gym. I built myself right. a following. And it really struck me that, wow, like these people look up to me, they look up to you. And it was just, it was a really good feeling. And every time I meet anyone who follows me, it's always like, feels really good to know. 
it's a, a powerful moment when you realize that people, you got to be careful with what you do and what you say because they're oh, going to do exactly what you say. And yeah. Ainsley does it. Hey, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. A lot of responsibility comes with being a star. <laughs> it does. I know nothing about it. I just watch everyone <laughs> else. Um, but, you know, it's a... Uh, it's an interesting field. What do you? What are some, you know, common, I'd say, lies, myths, or misconceptions people have about, you know, the Instagram, uh, Instagram, Insta famous people? Online? I would say a lot of people think that all we do all day is take photos. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I wish I had the time to take the amount of photos that I should yeah. be taking. <laughs> Um, yeah, a lot of people think that we do nothing mm-hmm. all day and just kind of sit around and Snapchat. Right. That's definitely not the case. I wish right. it was. Yeah. You know, I, I think that naturally we were talking earlier, people have a tendency to uh, not appreciate or uh, try to judge or not think highly of people who have success of any kind more than ever specifically on social media they say their lives probably aren't like that they're not real they're not good people you know having worked with you i think that you you from what i know you are those things i think that's a positive thing um what is important to you about you know upholding your name your reputation and you know why is that so important to you in this social media world like you said, there's a lot of responsibility that comes with, with that. You know, when you have a million people following you and mm-hmm. looking at what you do and listening to what you do, you're obviously going to have the people that don't agree with you all the time, mm-hmm. and that's perfectly fine. Um, you do, being on the other side, you know, you do have to realize just that, that a lot of people are, are just going to say mean things or disagree with you, you know, just for the sake of doing it, and you really have to learn to just keep your head high and not really mm-hmm. take that into account. But also, on the other hand, too, you do have to make sure that everything that you're saying is, you know, I guess positive Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in the right way. Because if you say something wrong or you offend somebody, you know, it could actually get nasty pretty quickly. Okay. A million percent. So what what do you think the, the most challenging obstacle has been for you since you've had, you know, this success in the fitness and nutrition field and dealing with this this following that you have? What is the number one hurdle you've had so far or roadblock? Um, I think balance and balance mm-hmm. as far as um, finding a balance between having a life and working. You know, again, I was consumed for a really long time. I would say probably the first two years I was working so much and I'm the kind of person who has a little bit of a control freak. So I just I couldn't delegate work. All the work was mine. Um, so I definitely pushed aside family, friends, that kind of thing, just to kind of sit home in my little box and work. Mm. And I think that now I realize how important those things are. So scheduling time for those very important. (laughs) Definitely a lot about organization. A million percent. Okay. Um, can you speak specifically on some of the things that have happened? Just tell me about an experience that you've had that you've really had to overcome in your life and that that it was a huge lesson for you and it helps you even today anything you know some people it's being bullied some people it's you know being picked on or a confidence thing right with me it was confidence right i would say um confidence is a big thing i mean you'll meet probably the most beautiful girl you know has the most insecurities you know that's definitely something that i've seen uh hold true for a lot i think all of us are insecure i think I've done a good job at handling like any mean comments that are said, mm-hmm. just because I don't, 
I don't necessarily take them to heart, um, although I do think it's a really big issue for a lot of females in this, and I do think that it takes a toll on them. Um, probably my biggest obstacle was actually closing that med school book. Oh, wow. um, yeah, I was kind of like, my entire family has looked up to me for this. Daddy's always bragging about his little girl. Like, how do I tell my dad that I don't want to do this anymore? But surprisingly enough, um, when I closed that book, I had all the support in the world. Mm. And I've kind of just realized that life is about finding happiness. And if you don't like what you're doing, then you do mm. need to change something. He took it well? He did. He pretty much told me, whatever makes you happy. Oh, wow. You know? What a blessing. Yeah. Because sometimes it doesn't go that way. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't expecting it to go that smoothly, but (laughs) it did. So now you're in Miami and you're you're killing it. You're extremely busy. You're a businesswoman and you have a lot of balls in the air. Talk about everything you're involved with, with at the moment. So we've talked about the nutrition, the training, the social media. What other projects are you working on now or do you foresee the future that you can talk about? Um, so I do have a clothing line as well. I started out with um, bandage style dresses that grew, added accessories, kept on growing, added bikinis, just added casual wear, which is doing very well. Um, so kind of playing on that female market and keeping my female followers happy as well. I think the one thing that got me into that was I've always, yes, I do train, I do eat healthy, but I also go out and have a good time when I want to. I do enjoy dressing up. I'm not that girl who owns more Nikes than heels. (laughs) Um, And I think that a lot of females had appreciated that. I remember getting quite a few emails from girls, you know, just letting me know like, hey, I love that you actually have both. So again, my entire social media and life in general is just about having that balance between the two. So females started asking me about where I was getting my clothing from, kind of just decided to wing it and go with it. And it's it's done great, you know, and I actually have males buying for their wives. And yeah, that's very cool. So I I noticed that you said, you know, you're in nutrition, you're right meal plans. But Mm. I think for me personally, I I think that people do need balance in that you can't be, you know, in my mind, you shouldn't be stage ready meal prepping every day of your life. You have to enjoy life a little bit or you go stir crazy. Now you, I'm sure you get off the path from time to time. Tell us about, yeah. you know, what you do. Like, I'm sure you have great meals where there's rich foods. Tell us about yeah. some of those times. What's your, what's your go-to food? I'm definitely not the girl who carries around Tupperware in her bag. <laughs> I actually um, ordered out a lot. Yeah, no, don't have a six-pack bag. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah, I've learned to listen to my body, and it has been a few struggles. So I got down to 99 pounds about three, three and a half years ago, Mm -hmm. just because I was scared to eat carbs and I was addicted to spinning, just crazy addicted to the adrenaline rush, um, realized that I needed to put on some weight. And so I have struggled with being able to get to where I am today, as far as being able to not count my food and know when my body needs to cut back a little bit. I definitely love sweets. That's my number one go-to is white macadamia nut cookies. Wow. Yeah. They sound powerful. <laughs> From Subway. They They're sa- amazing. Oh, wow. They sound serious. <laughs> yeah. That um, cheeseburgers, pizza. But I'm definitely a sweets person. And I do allow myself to still have it. Again, probably have something sweet every day. Not going to lie to you. Okay. But and, everything in moderation. And in Miami, your your favorite stop for your... Uh, your Let's talk about your, your, your favorite restaurant go-to. You said it was Milos. Yeah. You'd love it. I love Milos. Amazing fish there. Amazing yeah. food there. So after Milos, you're going to go somewhere for a dessert. Where do you go? 
Dessert. You know you don't stay at Milos because all they have is yogurt and nuts. <laughs> you stop by. But Subway. you know what? That that yogurt and nuts is actually yeah, really good I too. Know. Though it's amazing. <laughs> we went to Greece. Uh, my wife and I went to Greece, and I I never eat yogurt. I had yogurt three times a day, and it was like the greatest thing I could ever have. I loved it. Yeah. Um. But so you you get off the wagon. You don't always eat. You know, perfectly, which is actually refreshing to hear because so many people. You know, they're taking candy bars in the closet and they're eating them and they don't right. want people to know. I mean, it's a part of life. It really is. And I think more than anything, we know the science behind the benefits of not being perfect all the time. Absolutely. Um, so let's talk a little bit about your training. You, you train now, uh, you train pretty much six days a week. Yep, five to six days a week. Five to six days a week. And talk to me about your ritual pre-workout. Do you... Make sure that you have a series of prayers that you do before your workout, <laughs> supplements, anything. Tell uh, people want to know what you do before your workout. Prayers would definitely be a big one yeah. when I'm at anatomy. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah um, pretty much do coffee in the morning, fat burners, not really. I'll take mm -hmm. my BCAs, mm -hmm. um, intro workout or after I work out along with a protein shake. Mm -hmm. um, caffeine is pretty much what gets me going. I used to do a lot of the pre-workouts. Mm -hmm. I don't anymore. I did reach a point where I was taking so much pre-workout that the second I stopped, I just immediately crashed and life was coming to a halt. Yes. <laughs> and I just had zero motivation without it. So I was like, all right, I think I'm addicted. I should right. probably stop now. Yeah. <laughs> are you a straight up coffee girl or are you an espresso girl? Um, espresso. I do have an espresso yeah. at home, which I am addicted to. You do the Kazar, the strongest. Oh one? no, I do the vanilla. Uh, Kazar <laughs> is hard hitting. You get a, it's I a like, new That'll world. be on my next order. Yeah. Check it out. Okay, so what, what what advice would you give to young women who are, you know, looking up to you and they they really think that they want to be make a move to push and be a part of this fitness movement? You know, they want to mm -hmm. be they want to be like Hardcore Ainsley. What advice would you give them? Because there's a lot of adversity for young women out there, young people, young men, people in general. What advice would you give them uh, as they start on this road to fitness and wellness? Um, I would say that they do need to be consistent, which is number one. Results don't happen overnight. Like, you know, people look at me and I think that a lot of times, especially when you see all of these transformations being posted online, you get the, the image in your head that all of this can be done in three months when realistically I have been going to the gym and training for years, for a very long time. Um, so it doesn't happen overnight, but I do think that if they take photos, track their progress, selfies, whatever you want to call it, um, it does definitely help. To see how far you've come again no one's perfect you know mm -hmm. i've gone on times where sometimes i'll just look in the mirror i'm like all right Ainsley, it's time to cut back you know mm -hmm. you've been eating too much yeah, right. <laughs> you know and it happens to all of us and it's not it's nothing to feel guilty about it's something to be ashamed about if anything you just use it to push yourself more you know and as far as girls who want to or even guys who want to do this for a living and be a social media sensation and you know do what it is that i do or any of us do for a living I would say keep your day job, <laughs> you know, don't stop going to school. Um, I would never give up my degree for anything in the world, right. you know, even though a lot of people are not necessarily using it right now. I do have it, obviously. Um, I, I wouldn't have traded it for anything. Yeah, so knowledge is power. Yes. It gives you options. That's what yeah. I say. Yes. These are the questions. So real quickly, I run through a series of questions and you got to be honest. Uh -huh. Okay. Favorite ritual? Your go-to ritual? Hmm. Oh, that's 
hard. I don't know if I have one. You kept hanging with Rambo. Rambo likes massages at night. Yeah, definitely. Definitely cuddling up with my dog in bed. Um, I don't know. I have we'll to get go, back to you on that one. We'll go with Rambo. We'll come back to the end. Your uh, favorite sports team. Ooh, all right. Due to my dad not kicking my ass, I'm going to have to say the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, the boys. <laughs> I posted in a Steelers shirt, and he almost chopped my head off. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Two good teams, though. That's a good one. That's a good one. Favorite athlete? Um, Dwayne Wade. Dwayne. Very cliche good. coming from Miami. No, that's good. But... That's good. So we've got to support the team. Favorite movie of all time? Night at the Roxbury. Wow. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite TV show? Um... Don't watch TV. I did get hooked on Lost when it was out. That's a good one. That was yeah. Good one. Favorite book? Ooh, that's a tough one, too. Um, oh, last say, book you read? Last book I read was actually on diet and nutrition. It okay. wasn't that great. That sounds about right. <laughs> we get a lot of that. That's okay. Yeah. Okay. Atlas Shrug, maybe. You say Atlas Shrug? Yeah. It's a good book. Yeah. Favorite type of music? Literally everything. I can't even say one or the other. I'll listen to hip hop, rock, country. I don't really care. Country. Yeah. Right we're from Richmond. Well, we're not from <laughs> Richmond, but played in Richmond. So we were forced country down our throats. It's catchy. It is. It can be okay. It can be okay. <laughs> we were the Garth Brooks era. Okay. You listen to everything when you train? Yeah. It depends on my mood. I okay. would say a lot of times it does go to... House, rock, or hip hop. Cool. Did we get, did we get favorite TV show? Yep. Okay. Family Guy. That's right. <laughs> I guess I didn't count that one. Um, <laughs> favorite quote. Um. I mean, and we see so many quotes on social media. It's like maybe there's a barrage. Hakuna Matata. Of, say it again. Hakuna Matata. What is that? You've never seen Lion King? Mm -mm. Oh. Uh, we gotta get you to watch that Lion King yeah I gotta check it out I'll I've let you watch it and then you tell me what yeah, it means yeah I've heard that before uh huh okay. uh I'd say the most influential I think I might know where this is going but mentor in your life um my parents your parents yeah it's unbelievable the influence of your parents is so powerful yeah that's amazing Ainsley, was there anything that you'd like to speak to, a charity, a uh, plug, company, anything before we close for doing this uh, favor for us, for showing up? We really appreciate you being here. Shout out to Anatomy1220 for kicking my butt. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. The home of the, uh, the fitness body architects, Anatomy1220. Thank you so much for being here, and uh, we wish you even more success than you already have. And I use your quote, but I don't know what it means just yet. So we're going <laughs> to work on it. But have an amazing run, my friend. Thank you for having me, Mark.